0: Good morning! You may have heard me mention before, despite all the food trucks you may have eaten at in Leesburg, food trucks are not technically allowed in Leesburg. Until now. Mostly. For Thursday, November 16th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the morning minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudennowcom slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudennowcom slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Food trucks are now allowed in parts of Leesburg, but not the parts that were asking for food trucks. The town council on Tuesday narrowly passed a measure allowing food trucks in the town's industrial and employment districts. They did not allow them in the town's commercial districts, which includes the historic downtown area. The initial outcry for food trucks started in districts where the town council has voted not to allow them. Employers in the Oaklawn neighborhood near Battlefield Parkway and Miller Drive said their employees were frustrated by the lack of dining options nearby. As town staff were looking at options to allow food trucks, the downtown microbreweries also expressed frustration that they were not allowed to host food trucks on their private property. This vote means that it remains technically illegal for the breweries to host food trucks. The measure to allow food trucks in the industrial and employment districts passed four to one to one to one, with Mayor Kelly Burke, Vice Mayor Suzanne Fox, and Councilmembers Tom Dunn and Marty Martinez in favor, Councilman Ron Campbell opposed, Councilwoman Vanessa Maddox abstaining, and Councilman Ken Reed absent. Councilmembers were concerned about the impact food trucks would have on existing restaurants downtown. Michael O'Connor, who operates the Tasting Room at Palio and the Leesburg Diner and owns other downtown buildings, urged the council to limit food trucks in the town. He said allowing them downtown would be an affront to those who had invested so much in their brick and mortar businesses. Now, while the council did not pass any changes that allow food trucks downtown, they weren't ready to dismiss that idea out of hand either. They also voted to bring it back up at a work session on December 11th. There, they'll discuss some other options, including a suggestion by Councilman Tom Dunn to increase the number of days a year businesses can hold special events. That matters because food trucks are allowed throughout town when a special event permit has been filed. The town's Economic Development Commission is also expected to weigh in ahead of that meeting. If the town ultimately decides to allow food trucks downtown, it would go first through the Planning Commission for a public hearing and then back to the council. Town staff have agreed to hold off on any outstanding violations of the food truck regulations in town until the council decides how it wants to proceed. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, and speaking of the Leesburg Town Council, it looks like they want to fill Ken Reed's seat as soon as possible. Reed announced his resignation Tuesday afternoon, effective December 1st. The council is 15 days from then to petition the circuit court to authorize a special election and 90 days to appoint an interim council member. In years past, that's been a thorny, contentious process. But this year, the council is going to try to avoid the interim council member selection process altogether. They support Councilman Tom Dunn's proposal to set the special election for February 6th. That means because it would happen less than 90 days after Reed's resignation, the council would not have to appoint an interim member. Holding a special election not on a November general election day will come at a cost. In years past, voter registrar Judy Brown has estimated that setting up and staffing polling places outside of a regularly scheduled election can cost tens of thousands of dollars. It could also avoid some confusion, however, next November, since there will also be elections for three regular terms and the mayor on that general election date. Ultimately, of course, the court will have to sign off on the date, and the council will go with whatever the court sets. Town manager Kai Dentler pointed out that the council will be starting work on next year's budget at the end of February, and it would be ideal to have someone in all seven council seats by then. The Fireman's Field Complex in Percival is under new management. The Percival Town Council has voted unanimously to award a five-year contract for the operation and maintenance of the complex to a partnership of Sean Alexander Enterprises and play to win Those two firms will be jointly managing Fireman's Field, Hask Field, Dillon's Woods, and the Bush Tabernacle. The nonprofit Every Citizen Has Opportunities will be in charge of grounds and facility maintenance. Sean Alexander Enterprises is led by the former Seattle Seahawks and Washington football team running back. Play to Win is a regional sports management company. You might know them from Evergreen Sportsplex, south of Leesburg, which they operate. This also means breaking the contract with the Teen Center to run Bush Tabernacle early. They were under contract until 2020, but did not submit a response to the town's request for proposals to manage the entire complex. The town projects the first year of the contract should generate at least $89,000 more in annual revenue for the town than the current agreement with the teen center and more than $129,000 more in the fifth year. The teen center currently pays the town $31,200 annually. Beginning in the third year of the contract, by the way, the town will also receive a portion of advertising revenue. Yesterday, instead of another day in the classroom, 300 Loudoun teenagers got to spend a day on the job to get a glimpse of some different careers. It's the annual Job for a Day program sponsored by the Loudoun School Business Partnership. High school students spend a day shadowing people in various professions that they're thinking about pursuing themselves. Several companies and organizations open their doors to students for the day, including Northern Virginia Community College, Children's Science Center, Novec, Howard Hughes Medical Institute's Genelia Research Campus in Ashburn, and Inova Loudon Hospital. This is Inova Loudon's 15th year as a a job-for-a-day host, and it usually hosts the most students. Yesterday, they welcomed 55 students to give them a taste of the different jobs that make the hospital work. Stacey Miller, the hospital's government and community relations liaison and a member of the Loudoun School Business Partnership Executive Council, said high school students are often told to keep their heads down, focus on academics, and get into college, but are rarely given an opportunity to spend a day in the job they're ultimately pursuing. Job for a day gives them a chance to look at a career path and find out what it's all about. By the way, the Loudon School Business Partnerships is always looking for more host sites. Search job for a day on our website to get a link to find out more. And a Dominion High School senior is donating free music lessons to military veterans and their children through her program, Flutes of Freedom. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at LoudonNow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Elemental Alibi is playing Spanky's Shenanigans in Leesburg today from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Vanish Farmwoods Brewery in Luckett's is hosting Beer Boot Camp. It's an hour-long workout that finishes with a cold beer. It starts at 6.30, it's 8 bucks, and it includes a beer of your choice. And Loudon Country Day School is hosting a meeting on how to effectively advocate at school for your gifted child. Come hear from public and private school teachers, administrators, and gifted specialists about the do's and don'ts of advocating for your children at school. It starts at 7 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutlouden.com, And if you like the morning minute, tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.